2: Raj Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, Vice President of Social Media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now the Fireworks Commissioner, Flashlight King, and Keeper of Common Sense, your mayor, Joe Soucheret. What do we
0: got?
2: Forty-five, bro. Well, you can finally play ball. Day game today. Ah, uh, yes.
3: You kidding? This is T-shirt weather. This is you can finally play your ball. I saw the uh, before uh, before you turn it off, so you're not distracted. On the TCL broadcast studios, you had the official TCL Roku television. got to do
2: a radio beautiful. show, bro. <laughs> Look beautiful out there. Gots, mm-hmm. to Gots to play your freshmen. got to play your freshman. You know how many fans attended the. Tampa Bay Rays versus the Chicago White Sox at Chicago yesterday
4: at mm. Guaranteed Rate Field.
2: Guaranteed Rate Field. Does
3: that mean when you go there, that rate is guaranteed? Nine hundred and seventy-four
2: <laughs> people. Now, uh, the, <sighs> the attendance would be officially ten three seven seven because of season tickets, right? But somebody must have counted. According to Mark Topkin of the Tampa Bay Times, only 974 people showed up. Oh, that's uh,
4: spectacular!
2: Wait a minute. That's not a. That good was g- Monday's game. I'm sorry. That was Monday's game. It's not a good game. 974. Is it? Uh, the teams played again yesterday in front of an announced crowd of 10069, but Sporting News showed the stadium once again was virtually empty. Wow. That's not surprising. They've had the bad weather too. It's going to come back
3: to bite baseball. In the behind. But
4: the problem
2: is, baseball now is
4: is solely devoted to the television contracts. They Mm -hmm. don't care about the fans in the stadium. They care about the people that are tuning in. Uh, Unfortunately, because I hate it just as much as everybody else.
2: Fred writes, I need some help. My parents are going to be celebrating their 60th anniversary on April 19th. My mother felt that since it's the diamond anniversary, what better way to celebrate than at the ballpark which has a very large diamond. Yeah, My mother is a big fan of Bert, and I would like some help for her to possibly meet him and or get circled by Bert. If you could please help, this would be a great anniversary gift for them. Thank you, Fred, Coon Rapids, Minnesota, and he offers his phone number. Fred. uh, Save it for Sports Talk, please. Please read that uh,
3: and and really sauce it up. We got a very important email about two people that
2: have. Yeah, but I got to finish the thought. Fred, we don't have the twins anymore. Right. This is a heartbreaking email if they're listening at the old neighbor. Right. Yeah. I'll I save mean, it. I'll best, save it.
3: The best thing we can do, though, for him and that and that couple celebrating
1: are oh, you here by circle? Yeah.
3: Okay. There you go. There we go. We, we got him. But please, uh, remember to bring that back at about yes. three three. And people, call your friends, neighbors, uh, just to hear Patrick's reaction oh, to that. Will be he, uh, he might lunch, l- lunge over to you and uh, grab no, that I don't thing. Want,
2: why would that, I don't want he to He won't harm hurt. you,
3: but he will rip that thing into fourth I need views.
2: to destroy the evidence. Uh, Mayor, late last week, you know, he, he lists this as fact-based. Mm. Mayor, late last week, John's mm. newscast included the story about a mummified monkey found during reconstruction demolition of Dayton's downtown department store. I had to chuckle. John stated that a dead mummified monkey was found. Is there any other kind of than a dead mummified anything? Just trying to keep the show on Good luck to us all, Tom Gray. I think Tom's nitpicking. Uh,
3: nitpicking, you know, or I nitpicking? I think you're nitpicking, you know, it's, Tom. It's very, uh, recent history. What, you know, what do people always say? What? What's, what's another thing people say? Like a, a dead mummified monkey. Um past re- history. Past history. You don't yeah. have to say past. Right. It's it's we already know that. By the way, may I get something off my chest? I wish we could though find before you do that. I wish we could find why there was a monkey there. I, I really would t- like to know story. I'm gonna
2: tell you why. Okay. I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah. Yesterday, I I had a, a mini tirade <clears throat> about the news gatherers. In Grand Rapids, Michigan, we're reduced to doing a story about how clean your dog's toys are. Yes. And I thought, hmm. you know, if that's all that we got wrong, we're in pretty good shape. That's pretty good. That was a Fox channel. Mm-hmm. Last night locally, I will stand corrected if I'm wrong, I don't think I am. Channel 4 did a thorough examination Mm. of the mystery surrounding the dead Dayton's monkey. Mm. And they found the widow of a fellow uh, who claims that that he was responsible for that dead monkey. And that he and a buddy back in their high school days... This like Jimmy Cherry Coke thing? uh, No, no. Back in their high school days, they apparently pilfered the monkey. When the guy got the monkey home, his mom realized you ain't keeping no monkey, here, right? Because they're not house trained. Plus, the monkey was probably stealing all the cigarettes. So I, I I'm know just what you're adding gonna, that. as an I fact. know what you're going to say. So they took the monkey back. They got it from the Dayton's pet store, which I don't even remember Dayton's having a pet store. They took it back. And they just let it go inside the store. And that's how the, that's how the monkey
3: got mummified. And the monkey probably just, you know, took off for
2: shoes. He always wanted to wear shoes. Was that where it was found, Matt? I,
3: well, no, I'm just saying he probably, you know, was milling about smartly, went to suits. You know, he got it all tailored <laughs> out and he thought, you know, this is as long as, you know, I don't have any money.
2: But imagine that, imagine that. The story of the mysterious dead Dayton's monkey made it to the newscast. And has now gotten another five minutes right here. Yeah. Well, I think a
3: mummified monkey is something that intrigues people. I went right to the Google to see the picture of
2: it yesterday. Well, here's what I don't understand, as long as we're foolish enough to continue discussing this. I didn't know Dayton's at a pet store. Why didn't it dis- disintegrate? Why didn't it just turn to dust? It was ashes the to mummified. ashes. Huh? It was mummified.
3: Well, Well, how's that happen? I don't know why it was preserved. That's your question. Why was it so well preserved? Probably went to the bubbling kettle of the eatery down there and maybe just had some. The bubbling kettle
2: was the name of the Dayton's restaurant. Well, that was at Rosedale. It's called Reavers. Bubbling kettle. Reavers. Yeah. Look it up. How, How can an animal become mummified as opposed to... What is this animal? What is these mummies? How can an animal become uh, mummified as opposed to uh, just disappearing, like a, a dead rat, just you know, getting down to the skeleton, D- disintegrating? Yeah. It's been fifty-three years. You'd think in that time there'd be no evidence of a of a monkey. Left. How did Dayton sell monkeys? They had a pet shop. I yeah, didn't know they a had monkey? a pet store. Well, can you back buy in monkeys the around here? oh man, in the '60s you could get a monkey. Really? Oh yeah. They were all over the place. Back in the 60s. Yeah, you can get a you monkey. You can get a monkey. Yeah. Would
3: a monkey be fun to have? Not for me, personally. Well, I mean, couldn't you train it to go do stuff?
2: Well, <laughs> well they throw poop, though. Hey, right. monkey. <laughs> Reavers, did you find out my answer? Well,
4: there's so many different... There's nothing really
2: concrete. You want to keep it animals for a moment? Yes. Reavers posted on the Garage Logic site... The startled eagle. Oh man! Uh, at the in the during the earthquake a couple days ago in mm. California, mm-hmm. that eagle was out of there. That, that eagle looked around as though to say, "Oh, check this out." If you guys lay low. I'm. What be right was back. that? Well, what, what I was love that
4: about the eagle cam is the three babies sitting there, the baby eagles, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Uh, where's uh, where's my Yeah, head? we're
2: still hungry here. Um
4: <laughs>
2: and there's well, nothing I, on I TV, I, I thought I. I, I thought i watched it. I didn't see the eagle leave the nest. Oh, yeah. Oh, the eagle does leave the, the nest? The eagle says, peace out. I'm yeah, out of I'm going to go check Audi this out. Audi 500. Because it, uh, it was in the middle of an earthquake. That ball is like a fine German automobile. It's out of here. It could be another one for... Uh, Rockmeyer?
4: Rockmeyer. <laughs> oh, the, nothing will be... Rookie, did you even play that one the other day? That oh, I, He doesn't even know what we're talking about. Well, I played it for him off the air after his... Uh, investment
2: report that ball's a long italian boat it's a gondola i I can take a break because i don't think you can find it that quickly
3: uh let's see you know maybe i will uh maybe i will come back with it
2: excuse me
1: You
2: I'm delaying getting to. It's almost over. Uh-oh. You have a doozy. You're about five of them. In the meantime, I intend to defend a large American corporation mcdonald's okay solid corporation what what's going on somebody named kelly killeen filed a class action suit in chicago (laughs) alleging that a single mcdonald's extra value meal costs more than simply buying its components separately this is according to the chicago daily law bulletin okay Colleen cited a sausage burrito breakfast extra value meal she purchased in Chicago for $5.08, whereas the same food, two sausage burritos, hash browns, and coffee, totaled just $4.97 when rung up individually. $0.11. Okay. Get ready to kick her in the groin, by the way. I know we don't have audio, but she's oh, got to get kicked well, she'll in get, the groin. She'll
3: get one of the minor ones, not the official. She's good,
2: getting to the bottom of the world's problems. Judge Elaine Bucklow, however, rejected the notion that McDonald's is violating the Illinois Consumer Fraud and Deceptive Business Practices Act, writing that prices for both options, the extra value meal and the individual components of that meal, are readily visible on the sh- on the McDonald's menu. Hmm. Here a straightforward price-to-price comparison based on information available at the point of purchase would Unequivocally dispel any misleading inference that could be drawn from the name Extra Value Meal, wrote Bucklow, according to the court documents. McDonald's was sued over a similar issue in 2016 by a man in suburban Chicago, who alleged that the two cheeseburger value meals sold at local Illinois (laughs) McDonald's (laughs) actually cost 41 cents more if the components were purchased individually. Kick these people in the groin. Get them. God bless it. I'm I'm sure I can take it anymore. First of all, first of all, this person. Thank you. Went. I hope it cost you a fortune. To complain about eleven cents. Right. All right. But here's. I think everyone's missing something. To me, do you know what the extra value is uh, in McDonald's packaging that? Uh, for example, let's say I'm a customer and I come in and I want two sausage burritos and whatever the hell else you get with that. Uh, what Probably do you a get hash with brown that? and a coffee or orange oh. juice. Two sausage burritos, hash browns, and coffee. Mm-hmm. What What has McDonald's done for me by offering me that as an extra value meal? Uh, they They've just shortened your... Your order
3: time. they save me time. Yeah, they've shortened your order time. You just say, I need I'll take the number the, I'll three. I'll take the
2: happy meal. Give me the number three. Or whatever that right, is. Right. extra value. I'll take the extra value yep. meal. The crazy bread. Yeah. Whereas, I guess this Kelly Colleen would be standing there with their bleeping calculator. And there's pressure Looking there. at the menu. It's breakfast time. People Wait, are hungry. Let's go. Hey. 11 cents. You the- people trying to. No. You just. My time is worth more than the 11 cents. So
3: I'm willing to give up that eleven cents, so I can say, John, give me a number
2: three. Let's go. Plus, who is it that has it occurred to them to do the math? What What are you? Are you disturbed? Are you? Uh, do you have mental issues? Do you uh, Were you? Were you hoping for riches from a class action suit? I suppose she wanted the
3: payout and thought McDonald's what would. What that She couldn't win this. Uh, she, she she thought they would settle. Hey, go away. Let's let's settle. Here's here's fifty grand, and which is which is silly because the lawyers are going to yeah. take the first half of that.
2: Well, if you we even get to that, I don't know what category of the groinies this will be at the end of the year, but she had to receive one. Wow. Oh. I've I've thought about
3: when I've been at a fast food joint mm-hmm. and I have ordered the the combo or decided I don't drink pop anymore. I don't. I just drink water. So normally I have looked once or twice in my life to see if there really was a price difference mm-hmm. because I know that if I'm buying those two, I guess in theory I thought I would get the Big Mac and fries and it might be uh, cost a little. Is bit.
2: there a McDonald's in downtown Garage Logic? Yeah, you have Are to. Are they that's all her... independent? No, they're, they're mom-and-pop eateries, aren't they? I don't think the fast food uh, industry, that's very prevalent. Uh, a lot of GLers go to Liberal Lakes, Euphoria, Diversityville, you know. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. It's a great place for a first job, though, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I've never worked there, but I... Uh... I mean I know kids that have worked I know people that have worked there.
2: Well in any event, uh I mean, now I, I have it. to get on to the uh the terribly unfortunate stuff, uh including the uh including the uh horrific loss of those fifteen kids in Canada oh. who played hockey. And uh the many kids who were injured and the staff. And this town is uh now the town is grieving and Reavers, you alerted me to was it an emailer yeah it, it's uh this is um this is something it's pathetic uh, it's it's almost uh, it, folks it's almost over
4: what makes it so maddening is this is clearly such an attempt on the uh twitter person's part for attention and she gets it, by the way, because I've been monitoring her Twitter account. How
2: do you, uh, this is quite the tease, because I'm not going to be able to get to it now until after John's yeah, right. news. And I'm not doing that intentionally. I want you to hear this story, though. How? Uh, I guess I'll ask you when we do this story, but how do you push back against this fool? She's be- she's become inundated with, um,
4: and, and in some cases, far too extreme threats. But yeah.
2: She's never writing for any paper that I own.
4: Well, I, I'm at a disadvantage because I, I I didn't see the you're, piece. You're, not, you're just simply not going to believe what she actually oh, okay. claimed in this particular. It's a
2: story from the Toronto Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a piece uh, on the editorial pages by Adrian Batra, and uh, you, you're not going to believe it. Oh, you know what? Unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm kind of. You probably get, are going to believe it. I'll be able to get my hands around it. Going, wow! Just think. Here's the tease, GLers. What could somebody have written about the loss of those 15 lives and the many injured in the hockey crash for uh, the, hum- the kids from Humboldt, Saskatchewan? What, what do you think a social justice warrior might have written? In the meantime, why don't you bring in uh, uh, John Haidt okay. with all the news that's fit to broadcast.
4: Wake up. Look around the world. Not a pretty sight.
0: Commencing a Garage, largest you lose the back
4: three. Well now how can
1: I change his cards in my hand?
4: So what's the room in my head? How what the hell do use?
1: No, Here's you turn high. Thank you, Joe. Partly cloudy and 45 degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. If I may, before I get to uh, all the news, uh, I did find out something about mummification and why it happens. Yeah, because
2: Reeves completely forgot
1: about it to answer me. (laughs) Right. Uh, It can happen uh, if you are accidentally or intentionally exposed to And This would be accidentally, of course. uh, Chemicals, extreme cold, very low humidity, or lack of air and what that uh, means is the body doesn't uh, have any chance to decay any further. Well the monkey must have suffered from lack of air. Yeah, cuz it was uh, wasn't it in a vent up in a vent or I something guess, uh, I don't know. So, yeah. So there you go. Uh, the other thing I'd like to talk about is uh, we're watching the Minnesota Twins, who just tied the ball game at 1-1. Well, you speak
2: for yourself. I'm trying to run a radio show.
1: Well, we, this is, is the of, nicest TV in the building in your studio, and you don't even have it on. Right. This is part of the radio show, Joe. Oh. Uh, they, this is breaking news, they, they, John. must. They, they, they just tied the game at 1. They're in the fourth inning. Uh, but right before that, Lance McCullers for Houston threw eight balls in a row, walked two guys. Then Jason Castro came up and swung at three balls and missed all of them, which huh. drove me and Reavers in here just crazy. Center. It's just it's baseball 1-1. Yeah. Eight straight you, do, you you take a strike. Luckily though, uh, Adrianza followed with a base hit and the Twins have scored 1-1 to in the bottom of the 4th. Kyle Gibson on the mound for the Twins and Lance McCullers for the Astros. What time did the
2: game start? It started at 12:05. Uh, well, it's running at a little faster pace than last night.
3: And Ish. I feel like we kind of the three of us bonded in here a little bit cuz I felt I was talking baseball with you guys. who should not have swung at three pitches like that. <laughs> He looked like me
1: up there. (laughs) It's a a big sports evening for the Twin Cities. The Wild, of course, open up their playoff run in Canada. They play the Jets up in Winnipeg in Game 1 of the Best of Seven series. And the Timberwolves are playing for their playoff life tonight. Last game of the season, if they want to be in the playoffs, they'll need to beat Denver this evening. If Denver wins, they go to the playoffs instead of the Wolves.
2: Well, it should be a pretty good game. It's a one-game playoff.
1: Basically, it the should. Game. It should, but I, I have a feeling Denver's is better than they are right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Taj Gibson, no update by the way on whether or not he'll be playing in that ball game. So, uh, news notes from today: Police in Scottsdale, Arizona, announced yesterday they've arrested a man in connection with the murder of a former Minnesota woman three years ago. That suspect, forty-two-year-old Ian Mitchum, identified through familial DNA testing, according to police, he's being held on first-degree murder charges. Thirty-one-year-old Allison Feldman, who graduated from Minnetonka High School in two thousand was found in her home. February 18, 2015, she was lying in a pool of blood, had head trauma. She was naked, and the area smelled of bleach, according to news reports at the time. Police have not been able to find any link, they say, between Feldman and Mitchum. Assistant Chief Scott Popp making that announcement at the news conference in Scottsdale yesterday. President Trump put Syria and Russia on notice this morning in a Twitter post promising that missiles fired at Syria, quote, will be coming, nice and new and smart. He it, shined him up, huh? Apparently.
3: <laughs> nice and new and smart. You Ran see the guy the with, car the, wash. with the, uh, yeah, the car wash guy shining him up. I wish up. this
2: was funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's we true. might be yeah. breaking yeah. glass,
1: smoking lucky here at mm-hmm. any minute. Uh, he also tweeted to the Kremlin it should not partner with a, quote, gas killing animal who kills his people and enjoys it. After the threat, the president said in a separate tweet that relations between the U.S. and Russia are worse than ever president appeared to be reacting to reports that the Russian ambassador to Lebanon, Alexander Zaspikin, warned the U.S. and its allies that any missiles fired at Syria would be shot down. He made those comments in an interview with Al-Manar Television.
4: I have a quick question, Joe. The, the, an email came in in your absence recently, and I forgot to bring it to your attention. I have not
2: been absent recently.
4: Well, whenever you were <laughs> most recent. I, <laughs> I, whenever that we're was. We're fact-based. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. But uh, I forgot to bring this to your attention is it's what I'm trying to say. It's going to be absent
2: tomorrow and Friday.
4: <laughs> Any <Anywhos>, uh, <laughs> who's. To Winnipeg? The smoke glass, smoke glass, there the break go. glass smoke lucky. <laughs> sound like Mike Shannon. An email.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: you know, I got a deal for you on this glass. <laughs> an
4: emailer wanted to know what was the proper notification of time. In other words, how much notification do you need? Well, to, to know it's gonna end it's because she's over,
2: well, if I know I got ten minutes left to live, I'm breaking glass smoking lucky, but what if somebody says it's twenty four hours? I'll wait till it I'll wait, okay well I might not wait no, see, I'll wait because if I have one, then I'll climb the walls for twenty three hours right <laughs> so I might as well wait till <laughs> have one I'm only gonna have the one, so right. I'm gonna wait.
1: just need time to get some puffs in that's right before that's right. are we gonna cup away. will you cup I'll be cupping all right. <laughs> House Speaker Paul Ryan is not seeking re-election. He will retire from Congress after this year. He made that announcement this morning. He said, you realize something? When you take this job, it's a big job with a lot riding on you. But you also know this is not a job that does not last forever. You realize you hold the office for just a small part of our history, so you better make the most of it. He reminded reporters he took the job reluctantly back in 2015 when he took over from John Boehner. But Ryan also said he has no regrets. In his prepared remarks, Ryan focused on the tax law that passed last year as a key legacy as he left behind and spoke at length about his desire to go home to Wisconsin and be at home with his family. He said the 2018 midterms and the chance that he wouldn't be Speaker didn't factor at all into the decision to announce his retirement. Star Tribune reporting a scuffle and harsh words marred a Minneapolis City Council public safety forum last night, turned chaotic early on when the friend of a man shot and killed last week, went to the front of the room and addressed the crowd. That friend was Chantel Allen, referring to Tyrone Williams, saying he was really tired of this kind of crap. We need to make a change now. Black people are being killed on a regular basis. What change, I wonder, what change did he want? Well, I'm not going to shoot you, pal. Right. Right. About 200 people packed the gymnasium in the uh, Sabathani Community Center on 38th Street for the second of two meetings aimed at taking City Hall to the public hearing and listening to residents' ideas how to make the city safer. Allen shouted at Mayor Jacob Fry, telling him to make some moves to bring real change to the city.
3: What? Well, again, what? what? That's what I'm... You can't just say, we need to change. Okay. Yeah. Well, right.
2: Let's...
1: Be specific. When she walked out, activist Al Flowers moved to the front, offered a contrarian view. He yelled, stop black-on-black black violence. Several times, go. he said, help us stop black-on-black black violence. At that point, the meeting's organizer, council member Alondra Cano, conceded the stage. Protesters, including Nakima Levy-Pounds, encircled the room at that point, called for an end to white supremacy and police violence. Oh, my God. This guy
2: didn't get shot by a cop.
1: When that happened, Flowers and the Reverend Jerry McAfee scuffled with some of the protesters. Levy Pounds got hold of a bullhorn that played. I wouldn't
3: played want a, to fight Levy. She's a, no, no, strong girl. And usually Reverend McAfee's he's pretty mellow. Yep.
1: Played a uh, let's see. She grabbed the bullhorn that played a police siren and aimed it overhead while she argued with McAfee, challenging him to take it from her. Before, yeah, before it's right t- here. You want to take it? Come on, get it. Before taking the microphone and saying, no. among other things, that North Minneapolis has too many police. And not enough jobs. Sure. Short- okay. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. wait a minute. Yeah, wait. Minute. Check
2: this out. Yeah. So she's saying there's too much police. Too much police. We so need the, less police. And the other people are saying we don't have enough police.
1: That's correct. Okay. It was a very. Uh,
2: what was the name of
1: the fellow who died? Uh, Tyrone Williams. And and do we know yet what that was the result of? Uh, we don't. Uh, he was a uh, community activist right. also. Uh, but uh, wasn't he shot? I believe on the steps. Wasn't he? Of, yeah. Uh, of uh, where he lives. So I I don't know what uh, and they the, and they've the, arrested nobody in that shooting. So.
3: the 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 white
2: Probably people out of somebody from Lake can't, of the Isles who drove by and just decided to shoot him. The white people in
3: Minneapolis can't change anything. Okay. The the African Americans in Minneapolis can make drastic changes. Mm-hmm.
1: Technology news to report. Spotify today announced a new bundle deal called Spotify Premium now with Hulu. That means you can get both subscriptions for twelve ninety-nine. Hey, his head's smoking over there, yeah.
2: <laughs> so it combines
1: class-winning technology and stuff. Well, you can, you can get your Spotify with your Hulu. I'm going to just turn on the damn radio. The deal bundles the $9.99 Spotify premium subscription with the standard $7.99 Hulu with limited commercials tier for a $5 saving. The offer is available to current Spotify Premium customers, and you can either be new to Hulu or an existing subscriber, as long as you switch the billing. You
2: can't find to a new Spotify. car with a CD player.
1: Yeah, I have a two-year-old car with no CD player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really?
2: That's right. Because it's uh,
1: all
4: AUX or satellite.
1: I mm-hmm. guess
2: they expect you to use your phone. Mm.
4: Five to one Minnesota Twins. Yay. Eddie just cleared the bases with a triple. That up, boy. Bases Are loaded. There any triple. people there today? There's a few. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's this T-shirt
2: weather. Come on. Well, compared to what we've been having, it is. Yeah. They, uh, Wait till Saturday, buddy. You'll be back
1: in your long johns. Oh. They announced fifteen thousand last night. There's no way on earth. No. John, 15, did
2: you hear what the White Sox had Monday night? I did. Nine seventy four. Oh, it's horrible. So no lines for the beer stand is what oh, you're saying. Wow. I, you know what? A beer wouldn't even sound good when it's that no. cold.
4: No. Well, well,
3: I don't
2: know. We know, you you beer know in the what. Cold is not willing to risk
4: it.
3: Yeah. You
2: give it a try. <laughs> yeah. Be a yeah, warm surly. You know what they should do is discount the prices on nights like that. I'm with you. don't they pay 8 bucks for a beer or when it's 20 below.
4: Or buy one, get the second at the temperature. You know, 33 cents there for a go. Uh, hey, that's a good promotion. Huh? You're thinking, aren't you? I am. You should
1: thinking be thinking about in
4: marketing. Is, uh <laughs> Huh?
3: gonna be nicole mitchell in for uh can you take Mister break Dahl. no I, okay. I got it rook i yeah? got it
4: okay <laughs> whoa who's got
2: it you just make a move joe sugeray here's nicole mitchell in the channel 5 weather center
0: Hey, guys. Well, we have a temperature right now of 45 degrees. This is actually one of our warmer temperatures today so far this month. High of about uh, 48 is what we're expecting. A little bit of rain. Some of it could move in by the commute time as you head home. Uh, More of it into this evening. Not looking at too much. And then Thursday is pretty pleasant as well, at least by our recent standards. A high temperature of 50, which is below average, but way warmer than we've been for a lot Is our normal
3: average 55? Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, and, and we're not even have a chance to get close to that. I'm just happy we're hitting fifty because yeah. it's been a rough winter and we'll a take rough it where spring. We can. Yeah. So um and Thank then you. unfortunately it doesn't get any better. So as I said, Thursday's kind of that good day with even hitting fifty because by Friday a big system comes in, rain, maybe even a little thunder, but as the cold air comes in behind that, Saturday we could see ice and maybe a little snow. We're watching it really closely. But high winds, colder again, temperatures back in the 30s. Uh, Mother Nature has not been our friend so far this spring.
2: No, you're right. Oof. What is it right now?
0: Right now it's 45, so enjoy it while we've got it. All right. thank
2: you. Thanks yep. nice to call. Boys, take your eyes off the TV and listen to this. Okay. This is from the Toronto Sun, and it's an editorial written by Adrian Batra. Uh, Batra. The best of humanity has been on display in my home province of Saskatchewan as our country continues to mourn and tries to make sense of that horrible bus crash that took so many innocent young lives. <clears throat> the small, tight-knit community of Humboldt has been unwittingly thrust into the international spotlight and has handled it with dignity and strength. She's got a word coming up here that I'm going to forgive her okay, and not foghorn it because it's used correctly. <clears throat> just unfortunately, the word has been distorted. All right. A seemingly impossible task when 15 sons who simply love the iconic Canadian game of hockey were taken from them in the blink of an eye. And I'll cut to the chase. Uh, the depth of Humboldt's loss has touched the hearts of people around the world. A GoFundMe campaign has already raised over $7 and in climbing to support the victims. So it's difficult to imagine someone finding this to be somehow dark and nefarious. Mm. Difficult, but not impossible. A freelance writer, self-described activist, and happy socialist, Nora Loretto, whose work has appeared in The Globe and Mail and McLean's, took to her Twitter account to lament, I'm trying not to get cynical about what is a totally devastating tragedy, but the maleness, the youthfulness, and the whiteness of the victims play a significant role. She goes on to suggest Mm. in subsequent tweets that her point was, I want justice and more for so many other grieving parents and communities. There's nothing analogous about what this woman wants. And the bus crash there completely. There's no causal relationship between what this complete idiot thinks she's campaigning for and the bus crash. And then she says, other the columnist says, what a sad and senseless way to draw attention to other causes. Uh, Loretto and many others on the extreme left apparently feel that they get a pass on saying vicious and hurtful things because they claim to represent oppressed minorities. But all such race baiting really does is destroy their own credibility. No one with a good heart is looking at this loss of life in Saskatchewan through the lens of race or gender because the loss goes beyond race, gender and politics. When people are hit with adversity, others just want to help. Do we check the races of nations we send in Canada's disaster assistance response team to help? Did anyone care about the color of Haitians when Canadians stepped up to help in the wake of devastating hurricanes? Of course not. If you want to address institutionalized racism, fair enough. That's a legitimate discussion. But gratuitously smearing the members of the humble Broncos hockey team to do it, that's appalling. It must be exhausting to be so angry and aggrieved all the time to say nothing of pathetic. So what we got there is pushback. Adrian Bottrop. Did the pushback saying, hey, "Hey, this is not okay"? Okay, good. But this this woman, uh, well, Reaver's theory is she's trying to just drum up business for herself. Right? Her, uh, I think that's a big part of this. Get herself booked for CNN or something like that. But she's a dreadfully cold-hearted fool. But Joe, here's the sad
4: part of this. I wonder how many more people think like she does.
2: I got to. Th- you know what I'm going to say. Not many. I hope. I hope okay, that's so, the case. Well, tell me. Uh, I got news for you. Lots of black kids play hockey in Canada. If that happened to be a busload of uh, hockey players from Humboldt, and and seven or eight of them were black, not only would this fool never have written anything, but do you think the outpouring of support would have been any different? It would have been the exact been the same. exact same. Yep. So, or, she, or if it was a basketball team from Toronto. Uh, having to drive 200 miles north, and the, and they were all black, and they got wiped out. You think the outpouring of that country would be any less? Would be the exact Absolutely thing. not. So let me let's hit refresh here. What? Mysterians hate people. So she got to remember.
3: She's saying that what? If this is she
2: saying that we need to? Uh, she doesn't cry know what she. Matt. She doesn't know what she's saying. Here's here's what she's doing. She's reacting. She's a mysterian. And she's reacting from the position of uh, not only uh, finding people disagreeable, but but the creed of the mystery would be to find most disagreeable white males. Mm-hmm. And so here was an opportunity where where by pretending, you know, <clears throat> there's a great C.S. Lewis quote. Oh, I'll have to find it later. It might apply to another story I have coming up. <clears throat> How do you push back against her, Reivers? because now, what have I done i've I've given, You've her publicity. given her attention
4: yeah, where's the pushback? but I don't think I don't think attention in this particular case is good attention because I, I I tend to agree with you in the fact that I think there's very few people that would even remotely drum up the idea of agreeing with her,
2: but she has a circle of friends, presumably that find her worthy of their friendship. Uh, they must think like this.
4: But you can get a sense of what the reaction is based upon whatever they're following that up with or what they're being attached to on social media. I haven't seen anything that lends her any type of support with this. No, no. Which is at least a good sign.
2: And there's been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments posted on the Sun's website.
4: And some people are taking it a bit too far.
2: Uh, that I don't know. I'm sure they are. No,
4: I'm seeing it on her, yeah. on her account. And yeah, she ought to be strung up, stuff like that. Yeah, things whatever. things
2: like that. No, she's an idiot. There's, there's, but, but Mysterians are idiots. Mysterians don't like people and most specifically don't like white male people. And in her case, she doesn't like young white male people. To her, that would be the root of all <sighs> evil. And she's a happy socialist. That's how she describes yeah. herself. Uh, and she's a miserable miserably uh miserably uh what's the word i want mm. she's a miserably vacuous she's just a miserable miserable soul uh to think like that is you, you have to have misery in your in your makeup you just have to be miserable i don't know is there such a, how about we have liberal privilege in the, in the press i don't see any uh, uh the press get liberal privilege. They get to say whatever they, they only, want. They always it like the bitch about white privilege. They get liberal privilege in the press. I can't think of a garage logician or conservative-thinking human being that would have written that. Because we're not Mysterians. No.
3: No, and we would be too busy going, wow, this is so sad that all those players are, you know, uh, people are gone.
2: But they don't result- care about people. I'm convinced Mysterians don't care about people. Most specifically, they don't care about young white male people. She believed in fairy tales and princes. Need Jim Wade. What you got, Sannibelle? 81 and sunny and no wind. We're you know out. what? I think Sanibel should be the winter broadcast home of Garage Logic. Uh, I think. Couldn't we make that happen? We'd make that uh, I, I know we could make Don't
4: that happen. Don't they make that happen? Well, well that'd, that'd be fun happen. to transition from you guys then to Fort Myers every day.
2: Live from the lighthouse or Doc <laughs> Ford's. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You couldn't do it if you had to drive to the ballpark every day. No. You'd have to have the equipment right there. That's a pipe dream. 1,500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis.